Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Web Culture here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is Thursday, the 17th of July, 2014, and this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. And back in the saddle, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, back from New York City. Dave, welcome back, dude. It's good to have you. Well, thank you, and it's great to be back. So, uh, but, but how's New York doing? Uh, New York's uh, it, it's doing well. The food is good. It's too busy, and uh, I like being back where I can stretch my arms out to either side and not hit somebody. <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. The, 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 for, for listeners who don't know, Dave lives in a town called Victoria, British Columbia, and Victoria is as beautiful as New York is big, but Victoria is as small as New York is exciting. Um, and so, yeah, it must be a hell of a stretch to go from... Uh, from from your beautiful island home to uh, to Manhattan. Yeah, you know what? It's actually the lack of stretching that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We we persisted without you last week. We uh we had Carolyn Shelby Seashell sitting in your seat as a, as a guest host. And uh, thanks again, Carolyn. It was a, a, a huge fave that you you did us jumping in like that. And Dave, while you were away, I mean, like you get up from your desk and a whole bunch of stuff happens, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, it was an exceptional week last week. I don't even know where to begin. So, um, I don't know. The big story today, of course, is uh, Microsoft's announcement, eh? 18,000 jobs? Yeah, that's just... yeah. I, I, I feel sorry for them. I do, too, uh, especially when you consider. Let's throw a couple numbers out here for you. 18,000 people will be laid off um, over the next year from Microsoft. This was confirmed this morning by a memo sent from uh, CEO Satya Nutella to all all hands memo, went out to all Microsoft employees, all 126,000 of them. Now, when you look at 18,000 jobs in a company that has a headcount of 126,000, Dave, that's like 14% or one out of seven workers at Microsoft sometime in the next 12 months are going to be pink slipped. Now, looking a little bit closer at these numbers, um, you remember, what was it, three months, four months ago, uh, Microsoft bought Nokia, the, 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 the phone manufacturer. When they did... They also, part of, part of the purchase was Nokia's workforce of 30,000. Microsoft went from having like 96,000 employees up to 126,000 employees with one purchase. They're going to be cutting, um, again, uh, 18,000 jobs, 12,500 of which come from Nokia's um, design and manufacturing divisions. So many of the jobs that are being cut were were you know positions that were brought in in the last couple of months doing a merger with another you know global mega corporation 
So that leaves, um, you know, that leaves uh, about 6,500 jobs out there. Those will be coming primarily from, uh, well, you, you, Microsoft is moving a lot of its software onto the cloud. You know, the uh, Office is becoming Office 365. Yep. The, so that's where you're going to see a lot of uh, that. those other 6,500 jobs. They're going to be coming from uh, the software divisions. Um, a little bit from, there's going to be crossover into the operating system group as well. So there you have it. One out of seven Microsoft employees, the vast majority of which are new employees who were brought on during the, the, the uh, merger with Nokia. Um, but, you know, a, a, a fair number from uh, probably from the off, from the uh, soft the not software as service but you know the hard software what, what, do, what do you call that software that comes on a disc is there a word oh, for it antiquated <laughs> yes the anti- from the <laughs> antiquated division like no seriously we have software as a service that's the cloud stuff but what's software that comes on a disc we don't have a word for that do we yeah not not really yeah but besides <laughs> antiquated well, let's coin one. <laughs> Antiquaware. That's it. Antiquaware. Antiquaware? I don't know. We'll come up with a better one by the end of the show, I promise. Okay, but we got to coin a word by the end of this show. Okay, so if you're a Microsofty, look beside you. Now look to the other side of you. Um, Chances are 50-50 that one of those two people are going to be gone, if it ain't you, sometime in the near future. Um, by the way, these layoffs are going are to come over the course of a year, with the great bulk of them coming in the first six months. So that's what I know about that story. Well, I also know it sucks if you're one of the guys who got laid off. Um, what else do we got? You know, I, I think worth noting, because when I heard that news, and I'm sure you mm-hmm. did too, you hear of layoffs, and the first thing you think of is um, trouble. Right? Like not yeah. just for people, but it's like, eek. You bring up, I, I think, something you, you'd mentioned. Um, I'd read it, but I think worth reinforcing to people to understand. This isn't a weakening of Microsoft as an entity. Um, it's a repositioning. And, and if we looked, their workforce is still substantially larger than it was two years ago. Well, right? indeed. Like, well, it was the acquisition that created that um, environment and the, and the overlap. So I, I think it's a good move. I mean, it, it sucks for the employees, of course, but... Um, I think, as as a corporation, I think it's a good move on their part to sort of trim what what must be overlap. And um, well, well, you know, you know what? Now that you saddled that horse, we may as well go down down another path on it. Um, Microsoft bought Nokia. Nokia had been running Android on their phones. They will now be running um, the 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 you know Windows for phone app. Yep. Um, as you said, this is not a weakening of Microsoft. They're actually up. Uh, you know about they may have laid off eighteen thousand employees, but they're actually up seventeen thousand five hundred from where they were before they bought uh, Nokia, even after the eighteen thousand layoffs. Um, the question, uh, 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 or what rises to my mind is that in fact they're actually a bit stronger now because now all these Nokia handsets are going to be out there running their software, not Google's. Yeah. And when, well, I mean, I mean, when you have stuff like that, eh? It's, that's, that, he, they who run the desktop or who run the OS on the operating system, they run the world, right? Well, well, completely. And I mean, I, you know, I used to have a, an iPhone just to, I used to have my 
locked in on uh, Firefox, but um, since getting an Android, it's just pushed me to uh, using Chrome much more. So using Firefox a lot, but I'm using Chrome much more. Um, this opportunity on, on Microsoft's part, now, if we talk about the IE and the problems there, but... <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. What about what are the problems with? Oh, sorry. No, go right ahead. Well, I was gonna say, what about the problems with Chrome running your battery life down? Eh, because it's constantly everything you do is constantly being phoned back to home. Oh yeah. You know, um, and it does. It really does. <laughs> okay, we should. Uh, we we only got time to do about a dozen stories. Uh, here's a new, here's a new one that everything old is new again. Black Hat Forms earlier this week reported the reemergence of the Google Sandbox. They're calling it Sandbox 2.0. was covered uh, earlier today by Barry Swartz at SEO Roundtable. Um, apparently, in their bid to go after you know the, you know the Churn and Burn websites, um, I'm not going to say they're from the affiliate industry, but they tend to be from the affiliate industry. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean. The, 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 the quick, uh, fast sell, I'm going to spam the living heck out of this domain and I don't care if it gets burned because i got got 100 more domains behind it, that kind of website. I don't know what you're talking about, Jim. I've never built a site like that. Of course. <laughs> um, of course. Well, for all the kinds of websites Dave would never build, <laughs> Google's after them, but Dave never had anything to worry about on that score. Um, Google's after them. Google's targeting um, churn and burn websites, websites of very low quality, websites, you know, that carry, um, that will carry the user back to the same um, sales domain. You know, it could be, a, is it, you could be selling um, Herbalife widgets, you could be selling um, smoking cessation blue widgets. You're still going back to the same um you're still directing the traffic to the same to the same merchant. Google knows that. Sees a whole bunch of uh, really fast, really quickly constructed websites, all driving uh, uh, traffic back to the same merchant. It's going to throw them into what's being called Sandbox 2.0, where you know no matter how you could optimize this web page, this document from like. Here, here till Sunday and back again, and you're going to get stuck somewhere between page two and five. No matter what you do, no matter what you throw at it, you're not getting onto page one. And they're calling that the sandbox 2.0. Okay, apparently, Dave, uh, it sounds like you're inside a tunnel right now, or we're we're waiting for you to come out the other side. Friends, we're going to take a break. We're going to fix Dave's mic. You're listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 17th of July, 2014. Um, You're going to love these commercials. No, I know you're going to love these commercials because we're all going to listen to them together. That's how I know you're going to love them. Friends, stay (laughs) tuned. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, 
but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals. Personal, professional, PPC services. PPCprofessionals.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 17th of July, 2014. It's Jim Hedger, as always, media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Yeah, you know, Dave, I, I, I hear in your voice a little bit of, uh, what's the right word? Um... I don't know if guilt is the right word, but you know, I hear a little bit of reluctance to talk about those <laughs> old days, the jamming and spamming days. But you know, for what it's worth, given that it was your own affiliate sites, I mean, these you owned those sites. It wasn't client sites, right? Oh, correct. So my acceptable oh. risk was a hundred percent. I knew what I was doing. Oh, geez, you know, and- I had ten more coming up behind it, right? Like that was fine. Um, yeah, you, I mean, the strategy should never. <laughs> For anybody out there, never use the strategies uh, that, that I would have used back then on, on clients or with sites you actually care about. No, but you did you did use the phrase abusing the system. And, you know, given that they were your own affiliate sites, one could argue that it was just self-abuse. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been waiting, like, for a whole minute to use that, you know that, eh? <laughs> Uh, okay. Only Seinfeld was still making episodes. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. You got me. <laughs> um, you dated me there, thank God, because <laughs> nobody else does. I'm that old. Um, and thus the self-abuse comments. All right. Um, no one. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Google Webmaster Central blog has uh, reported... This is really cool. Uh, Jennifer Slag also covered this in the SEM, uh, the SEM post, uh, a new magazine that we're going to be talking about in a few minutes. Um, 
Google will now, in Webmaster Tools, Google's going to help you construct and test your robot text files. Isn't that cool? Love it. I mean, because it's one of those essential things to do that, you know, you got to know how to do it to be a good SEO, but let's face it, it's tedious. It's a crappy job writing those files. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, you, you and I both know, I'm sure, um, they can get long. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, it's nice to have a second set of And for the multitude of, of webmasters who may not be professionals, they might just be building their, their first site or, or working on their own site, and this isn't their job or profession. They're just trying to do it. Um, you know, they might not even know how to do a file properly. I, I think this is a great addition. Oh, I do too. Now, it's funny. Um, I, came, I, I came into this, this, this story feeling all excited about it, but something you said actually just scared me. New webmasters who are just building their first sites, they may not know how to do it, and this does it for them. You see where I'm going here, right? <laughs> um, I mean, again, I'd probably harp on this stuff way too much, but there are essential things you need to know to be a webmaster. And, yeah, I know, there's, there's stuff that automates the processes for us, so we don't actually have to do these things, but I still think it's important to know how to do them. You know what I you mean? Know, you know what? I, I think that's a that's a really, really great point. And in my head, I was thinking, you know, you're doing your first one. You know, you're giving it a go. And, you know, here's now a, a tool to verify that you've done it right. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I hate automated tools for, for anything like this. Um, you know, that would just build it because, hey, I'm a human being. I know, I know what I want. It's my website. Um, but you bring up a, a really great warning label that no automated system. Uh, you know, automated systems are great for a second set of eyes to verify what you already know kind of thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, you should trust an automated system to build something that's crucial for your website. No, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to use this to build these files. I'm not, I don't got to write it myself. And these things are going, and they turn out compliant files. Right. I'm going to use it. But here's, but I have like 15 years of writing these things by hand behind me. So me going out and just throwing my hands up and saying, I'm never writing another robot text file again, thank goodness. Well, that's one thing. But a new webmaster coming in and saying, well, I'm never going to write a robot text file. Well, then right. you're never going to know how. Um, no, I, I think that's a, that's a great, great point. You know what? I, I liken it a lot to WYSIWYG Editor. You know, even like Dreamweaver with the you know, design view. Um, you know, that's, that's great. I use it all the time. I can read code. <laughs> Indeed, and I, I bet you, you, you you're a much faster SEO than some newer people who can't read the code. Um, I mean, beyond that, you already already know what to look for and such. But like, you know what I mean? I bet you you move through an analysis a lot faster because you can read the code. Oh, certainly. I mean, you know, I'll bet you do the same thing. Client calls you up out of the blue, and and you're talking to them about their site. Yeah, I pull up their site first. Within two minutes, max, I'll have their code up on one of my monitors as well and looking through it. Or, you know, using Firebug to sort of look through how, uh, you know, how it's generating header tags or how it's generating classes or, you know, how much crap is, uh, you know, locked uh, locked into the header area or something like that. So, Which, incidentally, uh, is always great here. 
kids at home, this is always great fun because then you can quote stuff from their source code right back to them on the phone and it freaks them right out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> anyway, so check it out. Check out in, you know, in Webmaster Tools. Um, mess around with it. And um, here's, here's a big tip. Mess around with this robot text file maker. Do stuff. Apply stuff, you know, um, like restrict access to a whole bunch of files. Don't necessarily install it. What I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is play the heck out of it so you learn how it works and learn how robot text files works and why we exclude from certain sections but allow in others, you know? Yeah. Um, and then actually that, that may be one of the best things about the robot text file maker is it could be a place for people to experiment. And that might be kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, indeed. Okay, where should we go? There was a fun one here that I wanted to touch on. Um, oh, hey. While I'm looking for that story, you want to hear something really silly I did today? I sure do. <laughs> okay. Do you get a whole bunch of friend? Do you get a bunch of friend requests, like on Facebook, just out of the blue? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's an uptick in uh, scammers using Facebook to you know try to get whatever information they can about um, of, of, you know various targets. Right, right. They find you. They, 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 they. You fit whatever profile, and then they start gathering information to see if you can become a real target of theirs. Well, I think that somebody might have tried to hit me via Facebook today. A uh, kid named Bella Sayang, who says he's from the Gambia in West Africa, which is pretty cool. Okay. Okay. So, and don't I mean, Dave? We exist in the public space. People read your articles, people read our articles, and we know that we have listeners to this show, so it's entirely possible that this person who's asking to be a friend might be a fan of the show, a fan of the network, a fan of our writing, whatever, right? Yeah. So you always got to take the friend request seriously, especially if it's a fan. Like, oh my goodness, these people are taking time to listen to us. Got to honor and love them. So, you know, I give him a serious reply, and he replies something back that sort of, you know, tweaks my, uh, my paranoia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I write back to him. <laughs> I'm curious how you came across my profile. The world is tiny. It's entirely possible you know someone who either knows me or follows my work. Um, before confirming your friend request, I have to observe your behavior on the web. I'm putting your list on a name of... I'm putting uh, your name on a list of persons my bots track. Please don't worry about them. I don't use any information gained for any reason whatsoever, except to judge whether I should associate with someone on the internet or not. <laughs> so, if, if, if anybody comes at you, do you think they might be like an ID scammer? That's what you write back to them, because he doesn't bug me since. <laughs> I put you on a list of people I track on the internet to see if your behavior conforms to a standard of which I would like to hang out with. My bots will be tracking you. Don't worry about them. It's all cool. <laughs> okay that's fun do it I urge you to <laughs> oh, I, I get a lot of them on LinkedIn uh, especially and, uh, and Skype so uh, I, oh. I, I'll probably be stealing that oh, it, it, it's not stealing it's a gift <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I won't use the canonical tag then uh, <laughs> please um, LinkedIn oh my god eh like LinkedIn was just taking off to become such an important network, and now it's becoming crashed by spammers. Yeah. Like, yeah, geez. I know. 
I know, and it it it, it has such really good things about it. Um, in that there weren't as many spammers there. <laughs> but, uh, but that's being Jay. Now, something, Jim, I, I want to make sure we cover this show. Uh, I don't think you can bring it up. Well, I, I know you can't because you're, uh, you know, you, you're not a braggart. Um, you, you, you published a, a great article. Oh, it just came out a couple days ago. Oh, come on, you did. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so you. I, so I'm going to bring it up. Um, so it's over at uh, the SEMpost.com. Wonderful article, state of the industry. Uh, you know what? Cole, Cole's notes it for us. What, what, are, what is the state of the industry? And as your title says, how do real SEOs solve problems? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the state of the industry in 2014 is we have a terrible reputation problem. We're really good at what we do. If you're an SEO who's been practicing for several years and you're still standing today, you're probably pretty good at what you do. But um, you ain't getting no respect out there, friends. Um, you're uh, probably viewed somewhere in between snake oil salesmen and used car salesmen. Not a, um, not a place for people who, you know, the SEOs I know and, 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 and spend my time with and hang out with are really dedicated to their clients and really dedicated to the craft that we're, we're practicing. I know there's a bunch of people who, and I'm, 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 I'm talking about the affiliate marketers because they tend to be doing it on their own websites and, and, you know, whatever. But there are a lot of spammers or low-talent SEOs out there. You know, um, some people who came into the industry only learning about links, not learning about all the on-page stuff, not learning about correct server hierarchy, not knowing how to write a robot text file or understanding the difference between a 301 and a 302. We have a reputation problem, and that reputation problem is one that we continue to shoot ourselves in the foot with. Another example of how we get a reputation problem, and I'll use myself as, as an example, at a meeting um, about three weeks ago, I was introduced as an outlaw of the internet. <laughs> an outlaw? An outlaw, because that's how the person, I, I had no idea they were going to say this, but that's how the person who was introducing me to this group understood SEO. I remember a couple of years ago, I would call myself, in reference to what SEOs are, a ghost in the machine. You don't know we're there, but because of our work, your website is doing better than their website. In this example, again, the outlaw of the internet or the ghost in the machine, that's because there's something really sexy about the myth of manipulative power. Right. But the thing is, we're not manipulators. It was a mistake to market ourselves that way. And we all, in the early days, even though, again, it was, I'd say it was relatively true to the time. And when I say early days, I mean like 2000, 2002. That's how we marketed ourselves. And it worked. Oh, my God, did it work? You made a lot of money. But it was a mistake. We did wrong. Because that myth is now perpetuated to a point where it's really hard to define what SEOs actually do. I mean, that and the changes in the industry, right? It's right. hard to define what we really do. So I've been thinking about this, you know, thinking about if I, you know, that, that old that old question, if you find yourself on an elevator with Warren Buffett or Bill Gates and you want them to invest in your company, can you explain it in 30 seconds or less? 
Well, increasingly, I'm finding that a lot really hard to do in the SEO world because we do so much. Right. So how do you distill all the stuff that we do into, like, one quick sentence? We're web quality problem solvers. That's what we do. Um, Dave, you've been practicing. You've been practicing longer than some of our listeners have been alive. It's <laughs> <laughs> sad, but true. Yes, wow! Yeah, that that is. Thanks. That that is sad. <laughs> but true. Now, in that time, you've probably touched or considered several hundred unique websites, maybe even thousand. I don't know, but uh, several hundred for sure. High hundreds for sure. Right? Yeah. Yep. So if a website's having a problem, there's a very good chance you've come across it somewhere or another in your career. You've probably seen, if not that problem, something kind of similar. Uh, earlier, when we were having technical difficulties, we were, really, really, uh, we were able to really quickly diagnose what your problem might be because we've all been working with computers forever. <laughs> you know? Um, so a good SEO is somebody who's seen the problem and knows what to do about it as well as knows how to work the on-page and uh, off-page factors to improve uh, search ranking. But furthermore, (laughs) furthermore, a really good SEO helps the business clarify what it does to itself and to its audience, be that audience live visitors or search engine spiders. And lastly, what SEOs do is we, these days, we're like the, we're kind of like the bedrock of a digital marketing campaign because everything leads back to the website. Be it a site made for mobile or a site made for desktop or a site made for both, all landing pages lead back to the domain. All advertisements have the domain on it. All AdWords lead back to the domain, et cetera, et cetera. All banner ads lead back to a domain. We are the masters of a domain. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Two Seinfeld ref- references, one episode, eh? Um, <laughs> um, we are. We're, we're, this is why they call us webmasters. We're in charge of this domain. Everything gets driven back to it. We improve that space, but we're working collaboratively with people who are working the social media space, with people who are working um, traditional print, people who are working radio and television advertising. we got to be working collaboratively. We're almost like hub people, around which a much larger campaign is waged, often by other people, tangential to us or to our businesses, other third parties. Being able to be the quarterback in the middle of that kind of maelstrom I really believe that's the kind of service we got to start selling, and that's how we improve the reputation of the industry. I closed the article saying I used to be a hired gun. Now I'm a quality control department. Ah, that's not a bad way to put it. Not a bad way to put it at all. Uh, and I, I assume you've you've had to uh, you know probably talk clients either off off the ledge or um, had to had to pull them back into the fold where you're you know, stopping them from doing their own damage. Well, uh, yeah, man. I mean, there's, there's, here's it. I don't mean to get excited about this, but I'm kind of excited about it. Because <laughs> this, is, this is, Dave, and, and you're in this boat too. Um, 
that's no other way to say it but to say it out loud. We are pi- we were the pi- part some of the pioneers in the industry. We built this. We were there at the beginning when the foundation was being poured. We were watching, and you know, there's a sense of um, ownership, I guess, and it feels really paternal. And I apologize for that, but it's there. This is an industry I helped build, and I love it dearly. You know, it's kind of like um, a second family to me. It's my home. And uh, there's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of very bogus information out there. Uh, sorry, Clear Channel. I almost <laughs> got in trouble, but I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Nice um, catch. Yeah. There's a lot of terribly bogus information out there. And people are passing themselves off as skilled, knowledgeable SEOs. And again, I'd be surprised if they could write a robot text file. And it hurts. It hurts me as a business person. It hurts. It makes it harder to attract new clients. Once we got them, retaining them tends not to be a problem. But attracting them, getting them in the door, getting them to trust what we do, gets harder and harder every time somebody gets scammed. And I think the scammers get away with it because of the myth of the manipulator. SEO is much simpler than that. But it's hard to scam somebody when they understand what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you end up with the with with this confusion, right? I, I've I've pulled up SEO on 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 Google just for 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 a clear example, and looking at the AdWords around it, we've got and I won't I won't name names here. Um, we've got one company saying their services are two thousand to five thousand. Good call. Put your prices in there. Don't pay for a click that uh, that, that isn't aware of what you're about to try and charge them. And then we've got ones at ninety nine dollars a month. Oh my god! I like okay. Like let's let's. See, it's funny. I think the two thousand to five thousand seems low, <laughs> and, I, and I don't think we charge too much. I got we're we're we might be high mid level, but we're still in the mid level. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. And we know the companies that charge, um, you know, substantially more, either per hour or, or per project. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I don't. You know, as long as they do a good job, I don't begrudge people whatever they. You know, at the end of the day, and I guess this is to me, this is good SEO, good internet marketing as a whole. Uh, did you provide good ROI for your client? Right? Uh, or do your very, very best to know what you needed to do and provide the best advice you could. Um, you know, that's yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, that's what we do. You yeah. know. Now here's the thing, and this, this is actually this is a, a weird one for us. It's getting harder to prove ROI, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It really is, um, and I think that's that's industry wide. Um, and I really feel, as, as I'm sure you do too, the people I really feel sorry for is social media people. I mean, A, I, I do think they, in some ways, have, have a pretty fun job, some of them. Well, they're smart, right? <laughs> um, but at the same time, I mean, is there a harder um, you know, industry to justify from an ROI? Because most of the ROI comes from other areas or just, just communications. Uh, you know, a good social media person can retain customers. Um, you know, in, in the case of, of issues and that sort of thing, um, you know, but at the same time, they didn't generate revenue. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of an example that, that I was engaged in recently where the, the company had, had done poorly. I'd gone onto social. In this case, they didn't do a good job, but I've been in other ones with hosting companies, for example, that did. And, and I remained with them through situations I, you know, mm-hmm. they could have picked me off in. Um, you know, and, and it's the social person that made them the money, but they'll never be able to actually prove the ROI there. 
Yeah, I know. Well, they're they're kind of in the same position we're in with a slight disadvantage. Um, We drive traffic. I can tell you how I've improved your traffic. Um, unless I know how much every, how many products you sell on every page, or unless you've included me in your like, you know, um, in, in 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 showing the revenues on on in Google Analytics, which you probably haven't, but if you have, I can tell you. Um, you know, if I know what what the approximate value of every page visit is, I, I can kind of come up with an ROI. But I can tell you to the number how many visits we've driven. Right. Um, so I can prove that. Same with social media. They can tell you to the number, assuming they have access to the analytics, what they've driven. Right. Um, although it gets a little bit harder um, when you get, like, uh, truncated links and a, a variety of truncated links going to the same place. Because um, sometimes it's not reported as coming from Twitter. It's reported as coming from some server, you know, in Long Island. Um, you know, there's... There's that and, and and the side of social, for example, that isn't about the links. You know that person that made me go, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll let him give it another half an hour to get this server figured out, right? I never was even a metric, right? Like I never – Well, it, but you know what? You were. You were a retention metric because <laughs> you didn't <laughs> drop off. <laughs> <laughs> Valid point. Valid point. Um, this, is why I'm, this is why I do sales. Eh? <laughs> Um, but you know, I mean, that, that was incredibly valuable. I, you know, and and uh, and to the company. So that's that's a segment I feel. You know, at least we can go. Hey, your impressions are up. This. Hey, your you know click through rates are up. This or your traffic's up. This over last year from whatever Google Organic or whatnot or your page views or this or that. Um, but yeah, when all of a sudden a big part of your engagement is on a third party site, and yeah, you can pull some metrics, but they're never going to be as good as the metrics you have. Um, you know that you can pull off your own servers. Um, you know, it's, again, it's, it's tough. But. Again, our job is to drive traffic. That's what right. we do. We That's bring it. people to a website. Um, now, again, beyond this conversion optimization, you know, working on the website itself to, to lay it out properly. Um, but primarily, the SEO brings people to the site by making it really visible. Um, we're going to we're gonna have to go to commercial in a second. Before we jump off this topic, you know, now that we're here, I just want to tell the audience, if you want to see me talking about this article and talking about um, the role of the SEO in the modern world, I'm doing, I'm doing two HOAs to hang out on airs tomorrow, eh? Uh, the first is with David Harry and the SEO regulars. It's going to be on at 1 p.m. The second is with Doc Sheldon coming on at 3 p.m. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Um... Jennifer Slegg is publishing the SEM post, uh, a new high-quality information search marketing journal, a, a daily. Mm-hmm. And the moment Jen, I, actually, it's going into the show. I heard you on the phone. Are you going to be writing there soon too? Yep. Yes, I am. That's uh, I was, uh, yeah, no, that's going to be fun. It'll be uh, the first time in a while that you and I have been on the same uh, publication. Uh, we've well, a radio hey, show for years, but uh, I don't think we've been published on the same site in a while. Not for no, it has been a while. But I mean, check it out. We're also there with Ann Smarty, with Susan Waltz, with uh, Lisa Raichler, and of course with the incomparable Jennifer Slick, Jensense. Um, I'm I'm really happy to be writing with uh, with the SEM post. I haven't written long form in years, and the experience I had after publishing this was, uh, I you know you know the. Uh, the only thing to do is say thank you, people. That was uh, insanely kind of you. 
Um, huge number of tweets, huge number of shares on Facebook, <laughs> like a lot of action on Google+. Somebody even Pinterested my article. <laughs> my article got pinned. Like, really? It's, it's, it's not my biopic. Okay, but anyway, friends, if you want to see me, I don't know why you would, but if you want to see me talking about this stuff, two HOAs tomorrow, um, one of them through the SEO Dojo with the regulators, David Harry and friends, the other with... Uh, with uh, Doc Sheldon, who is uh, wow, that's kind of cool. I haven't talked, to, I haven't done an interview with Doc in a couple years. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I got the invite as well. I'm actually, I, I won't be able to make your first one, which is unfortunate because that's you know, I, I like Dave a lot. Um, but then I also like Doc, and I, I am going to be uh, attending your second one, so I look forward to it. Well, way cool. Excellent. Okay, Dave, we're going we're gonna to have to take a break now. It's quarter to the hour. We're going to have um, about 12 minutes when we come back. There's an article that went up on ClickZ the other day that I want to talk about. Um, but before we do that, friends, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 17th of July, 2014. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. As a business owner, you labor for the love of it. And you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security. And keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGE to get managed WordPress for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. 
Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Best Search Strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best Search Strategies. On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web Culture here at WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 17th of July, 2014. It's Jim Hedrick's always media. Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO. We're quickly running out of time. Um, like I hate this part of the show because we have four or five things we want to talk about, and we're probably only going to get to two. So let's do the uh, let's do the stupid. One. I mean, let's do the um, <laughs> one that normally makes us laugh. Yahoo. So let's do the uh, let's do the stupid. I mean, let's do the um, <laughs> one that normally makes us laugh. Yahoo. <laughs> okay, so it's been two years. Marissa Mayer took over Yahoo about two years ago, and um, you know she's had to do this seven times. I think seventh time would be a charm, but it's not. Um, Okay, there's no other way to put it. Microsoft had a crappy quarter. Like, really, really, really bad quarter. Down 4% from the same quarter they had last year. Display revenue, which was supposed to be the magic bullet that was going to be what turned Microsoft around, was down 8% from the same numbers last year. Um, It's a terrible thing to say. Oh, did I say? I meant to say Yahoo. I, 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 I thought Yahoo? so. I didn't want to jump in and correct you, but I, I was just like, I, I think you're. Saying oh, I didn't say Microsoft. Oh my goodness, Yahoo. Um, sorry, Yahoo. Oh my, did I say Microsoft? Oh wow. <laughs> the, They've the got layoffs morning. and they're down. <laughs> my whole, um, I apologize. My whole morning was was on Microsoft on the layoffs. I I, I uh, helped construct the story on it. Um, Yahoo had a terrible quarter. Marissa Mayer takes over Yahoo about a year ago, uh, two years ago, the big purple birthday present that she was, you know, going to have, but it stinks because, well, Q2 2014 was awful. They went, they're down 4% from the same quarter they had last year. Display revenue that was going to save Yahoo, that was going to be like the big panacea, down 8%. Um... They've closed a number of divisions, including some stuff that people really liked. They uh, changed Yahoo Mail and made it much more aesthetically pleasing, but for some reason the users don't seem to like it so much. Um, their main moneymaker tried to flee, and they had to reach an agreement with them to keep Alibaba from running away from them. And I'm a big Marissa Mayer fan. I think she's a genius. Of what she did around Google, keeping Google sparse 
and focused um, was magic. Yeah. And I remember when she took over two years ago, Dave, I remember you and I talking about Yahoo and saying this was the first time we were hopeful for the company and, and who knows how long. But, I, I'm, you know, it's got to get called eventually, eh? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, you're, you're completely right. I mean, this is just, we, we shouldn't be here now. If it had been huh. done right at the beginning, uh, so, and, and I don't think I'm not. I'm sure you're not. I'm not saying I could do a better job, but that was the job she was hired for. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe we could do a better job if we were getting paid tens of millions of dollars a year. <laughs> um, I'd be very motivated. Anyway, like it's just been um, a terrible. She's had a, a pretty rough year as it is. She's um, been criticized as a CEO. Um, her priorities have been criticized. Even her method of handling um, large accounts has been uh, has been pretty badly uh, uh, criticized. Is there any? I mean, do you see a way forward for them, Dave? They're they're leaning on Alibaba. That's the only way they're staying alive is because of their Chinese holdings. Yeah, but basically, the company we know as Yahoo.com is um, vaporware. You know, it exists, but only because Alibaba is propping it up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's hundred percent right. Um, I really, and, and again, I, I'm not close enough to know all the internal workings, but just from where I stand, we've been watching it for uh, I don't know, a good 14 years or something. You know, indeed, so it's like maybe 30 years collectively. Um, you know, I, I really can't see a way forward. And my biggest concern for Yahoo right now um, is, that, you know, with anything, diversity is security, right? I mean, that's sure. Way, this is how evolution works, including economic evolution. Um, to, to have to lean so heavily on one source um, you know, is, is, is a really, really frightening thing. You know, Google's somehow pulling it off with AdWords. But, um, you know, that's, I guess at least they control their source. But for, for Yahoo's only real source of stability coming from an outside avenue they could pull away, um, I, I think the, the end is nigh at, uh, at this point. And, and, you know, maybe uh, Microsoft will come back to the table if they talk nicely. <laughs> yeah, sure they will at five bucks a share. <laughs> the end is nigh, the end is nigh. And Marissa Meyer is saying, give me a couple of quarters. I can turn it around. So what I'll say, um, the end is quarter of nine. <laughs> um, you know, something I have to cover, speaking of the end is nigh, uh, I, I, I came up with it, Jim. I came up with the name uh, for oh, software that comes the on a software. Uh, okay, hard, the, well, I came up with hardware software. That doesn't work though. What do you got? <laughs> I got you know, playing off the Latin word for dead, mortis soft. Mortis being dead, soft being you know software. <laughs> I like that mortis soft. <laughs> oh, okay, that's you know what if that friend. If you all start using this word out there, Dave Davies will have coined a word on Webmaster Radio. You will have heard it here first at 2.56 p.m. Eastern Time, the 17th of July, 2014. Mortusoft. How do you pronounce it? Mortusoft? M-O-R-T-U-U-S. Soft. Mortusoft. Software that's basically dead. (laughs) 
there you go. And uh, here we go. We've been uh, through uh, pretty much a full show. We got a we got just got our one minute warning. Stories we didn't get to cover this week include the FBI warns that driverless cars could be used as lethal weapons, <laughs> and Matt Cutts has driven in a self driving car. Put those two stories together, friends. Yeah, is he really <laughs> on vacation or what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, he's on vacation. He'll be back in the he'll be back around the end of October. That's that's pretty fait accompli. Like we're pretty sure about that. And I don't think that uh the FBI considers that cut self driving car a possible lethal weapon. Although there's a lot of webmasters out there who aren't so sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to go. It's been a truly fun show. Stay tuned next week. We're going to be we're going to be coming here next week. We're going to have Jen Seig on the show. She's going to be talking about the SEM Post, why she's doing a new magazine with Search Space. And Dave, you'll have been published by then. I'll have my next barn burner coming out by then. But until then, stay tuned to WebmasterRadio.fm. We got amazing content coming up right after this show. And uh, friends, on behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEOs, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, you've been listening to Web Culture and WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll talk to you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.